What? <laughs> They're gonna think I said. Who is the second? So they could pay for the said. bonus content. Yes. Listen, the Patreon. Listen. Get up the Patreon. If I put money. somebody in a wood chipper, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm a dirtbag, right? But listen, if I put somebody in a wood chipper, right? Then I'm a dirtbag. <laughs> You gotta put him all of Philip's heads. But listen, (laughs) (laughs) but you gotta put him in like head first in the wood chipper, and then you're you're, and then I'm a dirtbag. Right. So we're just going back to all this. Going with it, right? Then I raise you wood chipper, and I would like to add in who the fuck is Damian Wayne? (laughs) Who the fuck? You're not gonna introduce me? Uh, No, I'm not. (laughs) East side, west side. East side, west side. I remember all this stuff. Your second pick was Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, that's where everything went to shit. Yeah. Right. I don't remember who my second pick was. I don't think we made it. We didn't get to your second pick. I, I was doing my second pick. Yeah. Who was your first pick? The, um... It was, I thought you were Chris The, the, the I did Chris Jalea. But, um, Savile. Yeah, the British, the British guy. guy. That when he died... They found, like, that he was a monster. They found that he was running, like, charities for the elderly and children just so he could rape them. He was oh. raping the elderly? Yeah. Yeah, that's what we talked about. I remember that. Well, no, I knew he, he was victims from children. ages, like, like 3 to 93 or something. Was I drinking it? I don't remember any of these. It was a while. It was a, it was a long, long time, time ago. ago. I have an impeccable memory. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> this podcast <laughs> took a month and a half hiatus. Right. In between. We We've took been a, going through some stuff. A break, you know, to get some water. So, we got Chris Delia. So, Al... Let's go with your next pick. Yeah. You said you had some. Knock yourself out. Oh, so my next pick is uh, definitely Yoda. Yoda. Star Wars. Okay, yeah. explain. Hardcore scumbag. First off, he's a fucking fraud. Okay? He walks around with a cane like he's some fucking cripple. But then when he needs to fucking jump around like a fucking Cracker Jack, he's all over the place. He's also basically the Jeffrey Epstein of fucking Star Wars. Okay? Gathers all these younglings to hand to his fucking space priest fucking uh, masters, right? And he's a super pervert. Even when Anakin shows up, he's not even old. He's too old to be in their little fucking uh, Jedi Kama Sutra. He also holds all the other Jedi accountable. Like, oh, you can't love. But he's got his little side piece, Yaddle, who is basically the Glenn Maxwell of, of Star Wars and looks about as good as her, too. So, my, my choice is Yoda. He's a so, scumbag. As far as the cane goes, apparently in the expanded universe, that's like a special cane that allows him to like chew on it that enhances his connection with the Force. So, essentially, he's a drug addict. A, a drug addict pedophile. You're not helping. But I'm, I'm actually going to piggyback on you because one of my picks was the Jedi as a whole are scumbags. Well, you had to wait. We're talking about Yoda. You can't just go right yeah. now. I mean, Handing over little younglings to space priests. I never yeah. thought of it that way. Yeah, Jeffrey Epstein right. should have been nicknamed Yoda. No, I'm more on like the the being like a fake like disabled person. Yeah, like there's no. There's I mean, he's 900 years old. Doesn't he get the kind of claim that he's disabled? Are you 900? Years I mean, old? did you see him flip around and no. attack of the clones? Like he didn't look disabled to me. He he, he lifted a X-wing. In Empire Strikes Back, and your 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 issue is that he can flip around. He lifted a goddamn spacecraft. Not with his hands. Yeah, but he walks around with a cane. I bet he parks in handicap spots too. That fucking yeah. prick. Is there stolen valor for for disabled people? Like there has to be stolen valor for disabled people. That's like a I think disability just, fraud. Yeah, yeah, disability fraud. Oh yeah, I bet he's getting like, social security and everything. <laughs> So if I saw a guy because yeah, it takes so much money to pay, to live on Vegabond, yeah. you know? <laughs> so he's if I just see a guy, it in, banking it. 
if I see a guy with a cane and I don't think he's really disabled, and I go over there and I kick the cane out of his hands, no, you got to do it. You got to throw a bunch of rocks at him. No, I want to kick the cane, and when he no, doesn't you fall just, down, you just go up and start questioning his disability and ask him who, like, oh, who's your doctor? Oh, what's your disorder? Like, you have to do that, and you have to use like the cripple slang, like like it's the military your- has. Like, like start talking about like port side and shit. And like, did you go to BAS? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, wait, if he's faking, then is he malingering or no? That would be malingering. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, my pick's Yoda. Now, if somebody is like pretending to be a disabled veteran, which would be worse to find out? Is they're faking? <laughs> like if they're well, disabled but not a veteran, is that worse than if they're a veteran but not disabled? <laughs> Yoda, Yoda by by providence is is claiming to be a disabled veteran because he's a Jedi and he's been he's a veteran of many conflicts you know not just the Clone Wars right but so he's not, he would be a disabled veteran but he's it not, makes he's not carry him around <laughs> yeah, not, I think that's more of like his kink than him like trying to claim maybe Yaddle is his service animal <laughs> <laughs> which is horrible when you think about it, but it he it, probably it, has stolen valor too didn't he say he fought by the side of Chewbacca and then he didn't remember who Chewbacca was he never met Chewbacca in the movies. Did Not he? in the original trilogy. The only one from the original like, group that he meets with is R2 and Luke. He's never around Han. He's never around any of them. I thought he fought in the third one, in the Revenge of the Sith. In the, the prequels, he's with Chewbacca. But... It, it, he's never with Chewbacca. He never claims to know or not know Chewbacca in the next, you know, the original trilogy. Figure that would be something. You know what? You bring if he up. refuses to say it, then Yoda's a G. He just I'm not telling you whether I know him or not. I mean, nah, he also doesn't tell sure. Luke that Vader is his father before he runs off to fight him. You're just adding another scumbag move, right? I think they just wrote that in later. That's why. <laughs> well, it was a huge secret. Only Luke knew. Well, Mark Hamill, he knew, the director knew, and Lucas knew. Even David Prowse, the guy that was played Vader in person, he said, no, Obi-Wan killed your father. But Mark Hamill was reacting as if he had said, you know, I am your father. That'd be funny if the the, the British actor did know and all of his lines were like, but wait, I'm your father. Because you know how they overdubbed him with James Earl Jones? Even better, he could have at least told him Leia was his sister so he didn't tongue fuck her. Yeah, but he had a tongue fucked her before he went and right. saw him. Did he? Okay, that's right. Twice. That's right. Okay. But, my mistake. Would, would Yoda have helped him out if he knew that he was, like, making that's good, his sister? Obi-Wan could have told him. Obi-Wan definitely could have told him. <laughs> like, would Yoda, like, if Yoda would have known that he was tongue-fucking Leia, would he be like, you backwoods hillbilly fuck, I'm not helping you to be stuck here for the rest of your life? Yeah, but, I mean, who's to say that in Yoda's culture, tongue-fucking a sibling is a bad thing? Or in Luke and Leia's culture. They didn't seem to mention it. Okay, then fine. Then Yoda can't be a scumbag because he's just a puppet. We're just holding them to the standards. <laughs> no. We're just no. holding aliens to the standards that we have here on Earth. I mean, I can only go by that. Yeah. No, but as far as my pick being the Jedi, I was I was thinking, you know, it does actually become a thing, you know, especially in the Clone Wars, as, as the show progressed about the Jedi actually being part of the problem and they, them losing their way. I mean, they directly cause the fall of their own order you know they isolated Anakin they knew the kid you know had too many emotional issues and then when he starts showing signs like he goes to Yoda and he's like 
I'm having these dreams about people I care about dying. And you know, it's like, well, you shouldn't have attachments rather than like, all right, well, let's talk about this. And then what happens? <clears throat> Anakin decides, fuck it. I'm going to go fucking kill all the Jedi. You're the master of your own destruction. Eh. Anakin Skywalker is a simp. I mean, is he a simp? He's getting it. He's a simp. Yeah. He does all this because of this girl. He's a simp. I understand simps. I have one in my home. I mean, it's because he of... He lives his, upstairs. He's a simp. It's his wife, Who's though. Who's a simp? Huh? Oh, you, don't, you don't, shouldn't say. No. Nah, no. It's the one with the girlfriend. Yeah, but um, isn't a simp like... <laughs> incel and simp, I, I confuse. Incel and simp are two different things. Simps actually like have girls. Sim- incels have no women. Simps are guys who have girlfriends and then like they just kind of just do whatever they want because they're doing stuff. Yeah, I thought a simp was when the girl with blue hair calls you homie. Oh. I mean, it's his wife. She's pregnant with his children. Simp. Yeah, but Homer Simpson is the original simp. That's where, you know... No, because he he does nothing for his wife. He's an absolute... He's the anti-simp. But she calls him homie. Homie? But that's like a nickname. It's not like homie. It's like, homie. I feel like that's a a good PowerPoint you could have. The origin of simp? (laughs) Yeah. The origin of simps. Well, I'll take a picture of that simp that lives in my house. He'd be the first slide with the name of your PowerPoint presentation. Plus, how could the fucking Jedi sit in a room with Palpatine and not realize that he's a fucking Sith? And not just a Sith, like one of the most powerful Siths. Because uh, it's not written. Wow. That's, that's why. It's a good story. It's just not. Because... Well, they're no, they're shitty people. They're scumbags. Especially Yoda. There's a whole... In, in the last season, well, not the last season, the last season before Disney bought Star Wars, there's this whole storyline about these people that are Force-sensitive that think the Jedi are stealing their babies so they don't let Jedi come to their planet. Hmm. Yeah, okay. they were. Uh, yeah. So here's the deal. I'm okay with the, with the Jedi and, and Yoda being, being scumbags, and the reason I say this is because the way that I look at it is by not allowing Anakin... To become a Jedi just because he had a wife, you left him no other choice but to seek employment elsewhere. <laughs> like he has powers, there's nowhere else he can go. You're either a Jedi or you're a Sith. Like, what is he gonna do? Nothing else. I mean, sure he could be a mercenary, but he's like super fucking emo, so he just wants a job. So was was Palpatine was Palpatine that bad of a guy if the Jedi were scumbags? Oh no, Palpatine. Just because the Jedi are scumbags doesn't mean Palpatine was right. Well, what was what was his goal? Thanos was right. Power. He had to destroy the Jedi to gain power. But what did he want to do with that power? Probably the same thing Yoda wanted to do. So okay, well further to the point, no one's just even more of a scumbag. Because in Attack of the Clones, when Anakin goes fucking all crazy and kills the same people, Yoda sees it in a vision. But then what happens next time before Yoda gets to see Anakin next time? The war starts. So I think that An- Yoda damn well knew that Anakin lost it and killed a bunch of innocent fucking people. Yeah. And he was like, look, we're at war and we need this dude. So I'm just going to overlook that. Well, yeah. I, I mean, think I made a great pick is what, what I'm was, saying. What was Palpatine trying to do? What was... What was uh, I mean, he just wanted to... Darth Sidious? Is that a... Yeah, he just wanted to rule the galaxy. Darth Sidious strategy. But he was was trying to have a a unified 
structure of government governing. There, there was already a unified structure of government that he was the chancellor of. Well, he didn't right, want but there was all kinds of problems between different groups of people. I mean, a lot of you the had, problems you had, were shit you had he was the, causing. You had, the, you had the racistly Asian alien race. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Moidians. Yeah. Like, I mean, he was he was doing all these bad things with, I mean, with bad groups of people. Right, but that that's his, that's that's the point is that there's all this going on all this underhanded behavior and he wanted to take control of it and have like a well all right so you ever notice how all of the stormtroopers are human okay. and there's all these other alien races and one of the points of palpatine's rule and the empire was that he was uh that non-human aliens were second-class citizens they became second-class citizens so he's a racist or species is yeah. He's not a racist. He's a species. Species. You're a species is. I don't know. I've never met an alien. Well, I, mean, I like dogs more than people. But do you feel that they're equal to you? Huh? Do you feel that the dog is equal to you, or do you feel like you are above the dog? I mean, I'm probably above the dog. Species. I mean, a dog. I don't know if right rises to the level of a sentient being that has created space travel. Like an Amorian, for example. Um, but no. So if, if aliens came to Earth, right, and and just were behaving the way you didn't like, like I don't, I don't know. Like let's say they came to Earth and they were just all like huge Battlestar Galactic. That's all that's going on. Would you like? And and it was legal because they're not human. You could just walk around just laying waste. I mean, why not? I mean, they're not people. But that would be the system of government that we lived in. I feel that like wasn't the system of government that he. It's would not fair I'm to ask no that question. Palpatine may have been. You Thomas started Jefferson this entire podcast that, with anti-Star Wars rhetoric. That's true. No, because he also. I mean, he killed his master. He spent a lot of time searching for artifacts to extend his yeah, life. Yeah, but his master was probably like sexually abusing him, and then all this. There's there may have been a lot behind that. Oh, by the way, you're listening to Order 66, our Star Wars podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I think... I think I don't think Palpatine's the hero of Star Wars. Then there is no hero of Star Wars. No, there is no hero. Like, everybody is bad. I mean, Luke's independent of the crimes of the Jedi. He was going to kill his nephew. All right, the sequels don't count. Yes, they do. Yes, what? You can't just say that. Also, to add on, um, Yoda's douchebagism led to the killing of the only African-American Jedi. There were more African-American Well, I didn't see them. There were some in Attack of the Clones. We never got the Black Panther version of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and they better say it in Bombay. In Bombay. <laughs> Bombay. People love when people say it in Bombay. <laughs> Alright, so... Well, that's Black Panther. What's your, what's, what's, what's your next pick there? Alright, so... It was uh, it was tough, but I actually came up with one, and um, it may be slightly controversial. Although I don't think once I explain it, anyone will think it's controversial. It hurts me. It pains me to say it because I love the man so much, even though he's a fictional character. But um, that would be um, T'Challa, the Black Panther. He's <laughs> an absolute fucking scumbag. Wow! That's wow! Right. Now, which version are we going with? We're MCU going with MCU version T'Challa. Okay. Is a scumbag. Okay, here's the reason why. All right, so you watch all of that movie, and yes, the way Killmonger wanted to go about things was wrong. But technically, he just wanted to stick up for people who had been second-class citizens. And T'Challa, having every bit of like the greatest knowledge in the world, 
the ability to make a person who got shot in the spine walk again. Probably the cure for cancer. They kept it all to themselves. But that wasn't T'Challa's choice. He had just taken power when Killmonger came. T'Challa was just working within a system that was set up by his ancestors. Right. But here's the deal, right? You all know that you have this stuff, and yet you chose to keep it to yourself. No matter what. I don't, like, it doesn't matter what, what his dad thought or anything like that. I mean, if you, if you grow up, you've got your own thoughts, right? You've got all this stuff. You want to keep it to yourself. Ivermectin comes from Wakanda, apparently. I don't, I don't, I don't agree. I don't think that T'Challa had the the notion to keep it to himself. I think that he was operating within what his government dictated, and his government was his father. So if anyone's the scumbag, it's T'Challa's dad. T'Chaka? Yeah. But you can even see that once T'Challa finds out certain things, like uh, the one girl that he's all hard up for. Right. She's all about, like, we should be out here doing more. Okay, so now like, we're well, saying we it's okay because he had no idea what was going on because he kept to himself because he wasn't going to worry about what was going on out in the world. If it's not okay, it's it's the same argument as the SS. He was just following orders. Right. But it took him killing his cousin, basically. Yeah. But you're saying that... He didn't really know his cousin, so it's okay. You're saying that he wouldn't have come up to these conclusions without killing Killmonger, and I think that he would have. I don't think that without Killmonger coming in, it would have it would have happened. Like, do, do we know that, that, like, I mean, was Wakanda viewed as a poor country? Yes. Like, yeah, I, I, like, I know that they... In Black Panther, they call uh, it a third world country. Uh, and they also call it that in... Uh, uh, Civil War. No, not Civil War. In, um, yeah, but it was disguised as that. It was one of the richest... Right. Well, it may have been the richest country in the world. Yeah, it like, was Black Panther is one of the richest yeah. people yeah, it, in the Marvel Universe. Right. He's the richest person in the Marvel Universe. He has... The like, most technology. The most technology. But what I'm saying is that Black Panther takes place, like, weeks into his rule. Like, he takes the throne at the beginning of the movie after he beats up freaking uh, gorilla dude. But, but here's the deal, right? So his father knows Mbaka. what's going on. Yeah. His father knows what's going on because his uncle had Claw steal the uh, vibranium so he could use it in L.A. trying to help African Americans. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think T'Challa was completely ignorant of what was going right. on. I mean, they, they, T'Challa he, didn't know that his uh, his uh, uncle had been killed. But either way, like that. but here's the deal: he's been out in the world, right? He's going to these conferences and stuff, like where his dad got killed. Yeah. So they know everything that's going out there. They talk about how the, the fact. But that he had no power people. to change it. He has the power to say something. He may have been able to talk to his dad and change his mind. Yeah, T'Chaka wasn't changing his isolationist views. <laughs> I mean, he killed. You see what went on in Sokovia. I mean, You're not messing. I with mean, that. apparently, according to his sister, who hits him with the "What are those?" They know about memes and whatnot. So, you know, if you like memes, Wait, was "What are those?" a meme? I just thought she was upset no, because yeah. he was wearing sandals. I think, did, didn't he wear sandals with socks on? Yeah, but it was, That's a, good there was a meme. There's a meme that, where somebody's doing that, and the person goes, "What are those?" You're supposed to say it to Crocs or something. Right. Like that. Uh, I didn't know that was a meme. Yeah, so I feel old. You're just on Facebook too much. Because right. I'm yeah, not. You gotta, go the, you gotta go over the memes there. Yeah, Meme Generator Pro, a dollar ninety nine on the App Store. I make my own memes, unlike other people. I make my own memes. Don't pull that. <laughs> you mean like you screenshot them and then make? I mean, I do that too. So they fit on there. I make plenty of memes, but I steal plenty of memes too. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I mean, I think he had the potential to be a scumbag 
but we don't know because of the events that happened. And I'm not gonna. I'm going MCU because I mean, technically. Well, I think I think Falcon and Winter Soldier kind of. Well, we don't know who. I mean, it's at least the role of Wakanda wasn't involved in helping people out during the snap. I guess. Did they say that they weren't? No, they stayed isolationist. The only thing that they did was when Okoye talks about what's going on in the ocean, which I'm guessing means Namor, where I can't wait to see where that goes. But other than that, they were trying to help anybody out. That's a fair pick. I mean, I thought that Okoye was involved in the whole, like, council that Scarlet... Like, she's there. Wait, wait, wait. wait. But T'Challa would have been back in power during Falcon and Winter Soldier, obviously, right? Right. So... If we're and, assuming and, he's still alive during that period. They're going to have to address Chadwick Boseman's death. Why? They could just recast him. No, they're not going to do that. I believe they said they will not do that. So my thing is, like, you don't technically have to. You could technically say that T'Challa, because at the end of the original Black Panther, you know, he buys all those buildings. And be like, oh, T'Challa gave up the throne and he went to America to try to, you know, make things a better place over there. I mean, if it follows the comic book, sure, he's going to be Black Panther for a little bit. Yeah. But I don't think it is because uh, Letitia writes a nut job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but nonetheless, sorry, he had a, he had the ability to speak up. They know what's going out. Uh, they know what's going around out in the world and everything else. So, sorry. T'Challa, T'Chaka, I love them. T'Chaka is a scumbag. I, I do not disagree with you there. So, I, I, I already went. So, Jesse, you're next. Sorry, my dad's texting you. So, Jesse's a scumbag? Yeah. <laughs> texting during a podcast. Go for it. Oh, my God. Well, I have a second one. Okay. Okay? Because I wanted to throw that one out there because it popped into my head today while I was feeding the dogs. And I was like, that son of a bitch. You could have helped us all. <laughs> you could have helped us all. But uh, my next one is... Also um, controversial or no? No, no. This one is more I, this is more of an opinion because I don't know the guy's name. But I just wanted to throw it out there. It's uh, the lieutenant that Benedict Cumberbatch plays in 1917. Oh, that dude's a fucking... He's a scumbag. Is he I a mean, lieutenant or a colonel? A, he might be a colonel, but like... All I remember is sitting there and watching that movie, and that guy goes through like some of the worst trials and tribulations to get this fucking note to him, and all he can go is "fuck off, private." And you're like, "Damn." <laughs> is that like a movie adaptation of Message to Garcia or whatever? So, I mean, have you seen 1917? Mm-hmm. So it's all about they send these two soldiers, these two lance corporals. The funny part is that I watched it and I was like, "This whole movie is just about a lance corporal who gets put on some shit duty." Loses his rifle, loses all of his gear, and his friends. <laughs> like runs around outside, trying to, to just trying to get the fucking orders done. Um, <laughs> That's the life of a lance corporal. Go and stop an assault that's supposed to happen the next day, and their wires have been cut, so they have to run across like no man's land, basically, to like get the message to the other unit that it's like a trap. Spoiler alert! Oh well, if you haven't seen it now, it's too late. Yeah. And he yeah, it came out like 104 years ago or something. Maybe like three, but okay, I'll go with 104. So when they get there, his uh, well, his friend dies on the way. He gets like blown up and like almost drowns. All this stuff happens to him. But he, when he gets there and he goes to give the orders to him, they don't believe him, and they order the assault anyways. 
So then he's running out there trying to stop them. Right. And then they have to, like, bring themselves back because they realize, like, he did actually do the right thing. And there's this whole other thing where his friend was, like, excited because his brother was on the... He was going to go get to go see his brother and we're going to stop the assault that his brother could die in. Right. And then, of course, he didn't make it. So then he ends up having to, you know, tell his brother, who took it surprisingly well, by the way. Or the British. Right. And offered, like, he's like, yeah, so come get some lunch with me. (laughs) Your brother died. Yeah, but Come on, it's lunchtime. We'll go have a sandwich. Tea and crumpets. Let's get it. The big thing about the movie is it's shot in a way as where it looks like one continuous shot. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was a good movie. I'd, I'd recommend watching it. Um, but yeah. No point now. No, there's some pretty <laughs> cool stuff. Like, you got to see the, the lady with the baby in the cavern, which I think I like. I may have looked away because like, I had no idea what that had to do with anything. So it's like, oh, lady with the baby. Yeah. How did she not get caught by all those soldiers? It's not a matter of getting caught. Like, she was just a civilian. You know, it, it, civilians get caught in the middle of fucking conflicts all the time. You know, you're not going to necessarily leave your home if they're shooting outside. Right. But, like, it seemed like they were moving around and walking around, and you would think that with the baby, you would eventually get caught. Yeah, but it's not like the soldiers give a shit about her. They're there to kill other soldiers. Well, I just feel like all Nazis would attempt to rape you. They weren't Nazis. <laughs> they were just German. They were just German. This is World War One. Oh, crap. You know, I get that one listener. In, we got that one listener in Germany. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry, all Ger- all Germans from 1945 back are Nazis. No, that's that's the way I look at it. <laughs> so the Romans fought the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> The barbaric hordes of Nazis. <laughs> the guys that became Nazis in 1940 aren't. Right. They don't count. Right. They're like, ah, oh, they, they didn't really know what was going on. The one listener in Germany, his grandfather, was like in the Luftwaffe. <laughs> He's like, yeah. my Nazis, Nazis evolved and they just kept evolving. And then finally, you know, they got to where they were. They had their, they finally had their time. They hit their peak and then, you know, the shit was over. There's that big conspiracy theory that they're on the dark side of the moon. They're in Brazil. They're, they, they're looking, they're, China's about to go look at a cube on the moon. Nobody cared. I put that in our, I I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. But that's like, I mean, I couldn't tell if it was real. You send so many weird shit. Yeah, but you could Google cube on the moon. Yeah, man, but you York Times pops up. Oh, well. I, I vet things before I send it to you if it's, if it's supposed to be real. Because <laughs> like, at first, before the guy said how big the cube was, I was just like, oh, that's the fucking Tesseract. I was thinking Space Odyssey. Yeah, I'm on Yeah. <laughs> All right. So do you want to go over? Yeah, I'll... I'll I, so we didn't we didn't go over Kevin Spacey in any detail. I didn't no. mention him, but... Um, Kevin Spacey's a dirtbag. It's, it's super weird. And people are dying. and that, So he's not being held accountable. What do you mean people are dying? Like, I'm pretty sure, like, three people that have accused him, like, either they died or someone in their family died. Recently. Allegedly. Allegedly. Do we have to follow up allegedly so we don't mm-hmm. get any libel? Or, uh, that people slander? Slander. Libels in writing. I think it still falls under fair use. No, we're not accusing him. We're saying he's been accused. Allegedly. Ah, allegedly, we're saying No, that. he hasn't allegedly been accused. He's been <laughs> accused. Kevin, Kevin he Spacey. allegedly committed the crime. Well, Kevin Spacey actually did rape me one time. Oh, oh, De- yeah. Wow. Okay, DeLorean and Al are saying allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> soon. So, <laughs> I, I know well, I'm going to die. So. <laughs> I know a lot of his... He doesn't get you. Hillary Clinton's going to get oh you. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> Allegedly. Coincidence. I know he's not being held accountable because a lot of the, the statute of limitations on a lot of the things have, have passed. Because I know the one actor came out and accused him, but it was, you know, I was a kid when this happened. But and a lot of, they're like 20 kids who were kids when Jerry Sandusky raped them in the couch for them, so why does it not count for Kevin Spacey? Is it because House of Cards is such a good show? No, I never watched House of Cards. Well, you are you are missing out. Am I, though? He is a talented rapist. <laughs> <laughs> and not just with the raping, with the acting, too. He's a talented rapist. I, uh... I don't know what do you what do you want as a news source? Air Ben dies at forty seven, marking the third death this year of Kevin Spacey accusers. Ooh, it's a curse. Was that Poltergeist has got the curse? Well, just because he can't be held accountable in court doesn't mean that he's not able to be held accountable by public opinion. Cancel culture. Yeah, I mean he's not making any type of project. I don't know if there's statute of limitations on, on abuse of a minor. I don't know if there is either. I know that a bunch of Bill Cosby's accusers couldn't get justice because they weren't. Like I said, Jerry Sandusky's accusers were, you know, that right and center. But he wasn't only diddling minors. Same with Larry Nassar. Spacey. Spacey's whole thing was he was sexually abusing men because he couldn't confront the fact that he was gay. Isn't that... Well, I don't know if they were all minors. I just know of the one particular actor... That was a minor when it happened. So I don't know if the other accusers were minors. Well, they're dead now, so. Uh, <laughs> and how's the card is still a good show. You think that he's killing him? I don't think he's killing him, no. I think he's paying to have him killed, allegedly. Oh. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Always allegedly here. Every time I hear allegedly, I think of Letterkenny. <laughs> and fucking ostriches. <laughs> Allegedly. So I would just like to make it clear so nobody gets in trouble on the podcast when I say Kevin Spacey raped me. I'm talking about the time that he held me down and forcibly penetrated me. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. okay. What'd you meet Kevin Spacey? Comic Con. He was John Doe from Seven. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was great. He was going to be Iron Man until everything took a shit. Uh, wasn't Tom Cruise supposed to be Iron Man at one point, too? In, like, the 90s. Yeah. Eddie Murphy was going to be uh, Rhodey. That would have been a great movie. I would have loved it. Yeah. But only if he did Rhodey as Shrek. As Donkey and Shrek. No. Beverly Hills Cop Rhodey. <laughs> Rhodey with that laugh. That would have been great. Like, I you, think that he would have had a far bigger part than Don Cheadle ended up having because it's Eddie fucking Murphy. Then he wouldn't have been laughing like that when his ass fell from the fucking sky and got paralyzed. Some fish. True. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not today. Was it Leonardo DiCaprio as Spider-Man? I, I've heard that before. Is that true? I remember they put... This sounds like, like a, a great movie. I'm pissed. They put a like a spoof picture in Wizard back in the 90s and it was it was like a movie poster and it was Leonardo DiCaprio and I think it was the girl from that 70s show was Mary Jane oh that sure wasn't, sure wasn't Claire Danes it's probably Claire Danes like, no. I feel like it would have been Claire Danes should have been Claire Danes could have been Jared Leto pretty much they just made Romeo and Juliet instead of 
Spider-Man. No, because this was this was after Romeo and Juliet had come out. This was, I mean, I was. Didn't they hate each other? Is that a rumor? Claire Danes and and Leo, or did I make well, that? Well, if up? anything, Leo hated Claire Danes. No one hates Leonardo DiCaprio. Or if anything, Leo hated Claire Danes. Yeah. Okay. He definitely thought he hated Claire Danes. We thought like, running circles. Right. But uh, Julia Roberts was supposed to be like the Black Widow. I would have I would have paid money to see Denzel as Black Panther though. Molly Ringwald. Can Julia Roberts be a scumbag for giving me an unrealistic unrealistic expectation of how good looking a uh, hooker should be? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Is that your pick? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't tend to have to be a pig, but it can be bought up. Well, that, that that movie, honorable mention. That movie was all about blurring the lines of reality. Everybody who knows Richard Gere wasn't getting no female hooker. <laughs> is that true? Like, is Richard Gere gay? No, I know. I know we got in a bunch Allegedly. of trouble for kissing uh, an Indian Allegedly. Hollywood star. On, on, uh, they were like on stage together for like an award show or something. He gave her a kiss, and apparently that's a no-go in India. Yeah, but he's like all into Buddhism. Like, he's, like, really hardcore. So you think that, like, you know, maybe you have an idea of what's going on. Buddhists can be gay. No, but, like, can't eat meat. That's no place I want to be. Huh? It's hard to be gay, then. (laughs) Selfish lover. All right, Al, what's yours? Uh, My next pick is Mariah Carey. Uh, Because all I want for Christmas is... It's the only reason. It's because (laughs) of that fucking Christmas song. I hate it. It's played... It's been playing since September, and I cannot stand it. But also, didn't she, like, just uh, fucking release a bunch of revenge porn on her ex-husband, too? Nick Cannon? Yeah. Nick Cannon's got, like, 13 kids. His knee is she in the porn? No, no, I think she just released a bunch of his nudes. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. He's got enough I don't care. I'm not going to look up Nick Cannon nudes, but I do hear that fucking song. That's also Jesse's fourth favorite Carrie. Formerly third favorite Carrie. (laughs) (laughs) Is Carrie Mulligan one of them? No? Wow. We were at uh we were at the bar and the song came on and I said, I fucking hate the song and he goes, Right Carey's my third favorite Carrie and I'm like, Who are your first two? And he's like, Harry Carey and I believe it was Drew Carey and I said, Harry Carey the announcer or Harry Carey the ritual suicide killing. Right. Super cool. And then Jesse goes Mariah Carey's my fourth favorite Carey. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because I've heard people call it Harry Carey and then Hari Kari. It's probably Hari Kari. It's probably how it, but my stupid American... Yeah, we've Americanized it. It's Harry Carey. <laughs> yeah. It's inconsistent because it's also Supuko. Supuku. Yeah, some shit. Like yeah. That. I don't say Chinese, Chinese. I think they're both the same thing, just a different nomenclature for them. I think it's a different kanji. But it means uh, the same thing. Probably. Thing. But um, I'm with you, but only because I hate Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mariah Carey, right now. I don't now, even think not that allegedly, she can sing that good. Not allegedly. She is the Aldi version of Whitney Houston. She'll never be as talented. <laughs> She's just some dumb broad they found at a fucking gas station, and that's all she'll ever be. But she can hit that one high note, and I'm like, I, that sounds like a screech owl. Yeah, like, thousands of wine glasses had had to suffer because of her. Who wants to hear this? Oh, and don't forget about glitter. I didn't see Fuck glitter, so I mean, I can't. I didn't see glitter, it. but it's the worst. So I, I'm a huge fan of Whitney Houston, and I and I agree with you. But I still think Mariah Carey is talented. It's fine. It's yeah, not but great, like, but when they did the divas thing, 
she was and she put everyone in their place except Aretha Franklin. It was fucking fantastic. It was hilarious. What are you talking about? There was like this big like Remember VH one Divas yeah. back in the day? No. Thank was God. Like a reality show? No, it was a huge like it was a huge concert. Wow. Oh. Yeah. I mean I'd be on board if it was like I'm a big they all had to like live in the house. That's together. why yeah. I was super excited to watch it. But it had like Christina Aguilera. Okay. Like Houston. Celine Dion. Was Whitney Houston on there? No, not Whitney Houston. She, she was, was on. Already. She was doing crack by then. Yeah. She, she wasn't was dead, but she was definitely doing crack with Bobby Brown by then. So they she didn't was, let her be. She on. was slotted by the Illuminati already. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was Mariah Carey, Celine Dion. Because I remember Celine Dion tried to like nut up to Mariah Carey at the end of one song, like doing the little exit flutters or whatever. Okay. Right? Fucking shit. And then Mariah Carey just fucking slapped her down. And then when they finished the song together, Aretha Franklin like looked at Brian Carey. And, I'm finishing this. Yeah, song. but uh, but Whitney and Mariah did that Prince of Egypt song, and that's when Mariah realized that she was she was on a, a completely like she was you know, a like, discount store. Right. She's like she might be Dollar Tree Whitney Houston. I like the Aldi. No, no she she could be Aldi's Whitney Houston. But I'm if you look Dollar Tree, if you looked at what who VH1 picked to have in this concert of female singers she was second best at the concert did That's she write the all i want is for christmas is you song i don't care because i think that whoever wrote it should be an honorary scumbag like second best to christina aguilera aretha franklin aretha franklin right third best Whitney houston is better than christina aguilera at singing well Whitney houston's better than <coughs> mariah carey is better at Christ- i don't know why i keep saying Whitney houston i'm sorry but Mariah Carey is a better singer than Christina Aguilera. She doesn't do better songs than Christina Aguilera, but right. she's a better singer. I might put I think I might put Whitney above Aretha Franklin. I think that Aretha gets a lot of stuff because she's the queen of of soul. But Aretha Franklin discovered Whitney Houston. Right. I thought like that was she, Dionne Warwick because that was her. That, that was her Dionne cousin. Warwick. That was her cousin. And then they did yeah, that song. Right. That's what friends are for. <laughs> <laughs> Whitney Houston might be the biggest tragedy in music as far as I'm concerned. Like, everyone's like... Not Richie Valens? Died in a plane crash. Whitney Houston Houston did a bunch of blow. (laughs) But he died in a car crash with Buddy Holly. So, like, Buddy Holly, here. Richard, Richie Valley, here. We should really and the do big a bopper, too. Yeah, that's that that's way bigger tragedy than no, somebody it's not like if it was the whole time. If no. it was just Richie Valens who died, no one would care. No, it's Whitney Houston. Have you heard La Bamba? I've watched La Bamba. I love La Bamba. <laughs> I've watched. La I've heard La Bamba. You want to you want to know why? Because Whitney Houston was a casualty of the fucking CIA, Iran Contra, <laughs> just trying to unload crack in the bag. <laughs> And it's bullshit. Also, without their death, we by the time she was using crack, she wasn't in the ghetto anymore. Yeah, but that's where you get it. Yeah, but she was. It's not like she's a a victim of the ghetto. Whitney Houston is here in Bel Air, right? And then and then here's Inglewood, and here's the CIA. They drop the crack off. Whitney Houston goes. Hold on, you did your upside down. Whitney Houston forgot the top of the track. This is what Bobby Brown went to the top of the triangle. Allegedly. Allegedly. She could afford cocaine and chose to do crack. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she didn't choose to do crack. She was addicted. To Bobby crack. Brown chose to do crack. Because he couldn't afford cocaine before he got with her. So by the time that all of it went what? down. Wait, wait, wasn't mean? Bobby was Brown in his own like little music group? Yeah, he new addition. He was a new addition, yeah. but Bobby Brown was also physically irresponsible. Yeah. Oh. 
But I thought breakout starts. I thought that he would still have money from quite possibly the greatest movie song of all time, and that's the one he did for Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters too. too. <laughs> that you can play at any time, and you know, like you just get pumped, and you're like, "How did I know you were gonna say that?" It's a fucking great song. Like they get out of the fucking car. And Nobody's like, a bigger Bobby Brown fan than me. Believe right. me, I love my that. prerogative. I bet more than Houston was. <laughs> <laughs> The, the musical potential Whitney Houston had compared to Richie Valens. And Buddy Holly. And, and Buddy Holly. Bobber. And Big Bopper. And Big all Bob. combined. I don't care. But how do you, and how Kurt do you, Cobain. I don't give a shit. How do you make sense of the fact that her most popular song wasn't her own song? Um, she didn't. She that's she did, She wasn't writing songs. That's not what she That's not doing. fair because... Yeah, like, nobody write Like, very few artists write their own songs. No one, no one My Way that by Frank Sinatra was written it? by Paul Anka. And mind you, the entire like the entirety of Japan in like the eighties was taking our like software and shit and making it better. So all she did was do what Japan does. She just took a bunch of shit and made it better. I mean, that's I like, like I like Dolly Parton's version. Of the song. I mean, it's not version bad. Dolly can sing. I mean, nine to five is a fun song. I like Prince's version of "Nothing Compares to You" better than freaking yeah, I Sinead O'Connor. Well, Prince I love, is the one that wrote that song. I, I love, I love Prince, wrote, but I Manic still think Sinead O'Connor. He wrote a lot. And he gave it to mm-hmm. stupid-ass Suzanne Huff and she was giving him the business. <laughs> he also uh, wrote um, Eternal Flame for right. Bangor. Right. Along with that. With giving, you know, once again, giving it to Susan Huff because she was giving him the business. So Susan Huff's like, Cooter is like the most amazing thing on the planet. Because I have to feel like Prince has had sex with like... Everyone? Everyone. <laughs> he lived a good life. He did. It was full. <laughs> All right, your so next pick. Who was? Who? Who were we on in that one? Was that, that all stuff? Right 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 Jesus, man! Yeah. Right here. I really uh. We got these tangential rants. Heads to lead Yeah, right. I told you this whole thing is about us just going off the off the cuff and going somewhere else. But fuck that bitch. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Not allegedly. Fuck her. I would have sex with her. I just don't want to hear her sing. Like she. She went crazy. She's still like Might not be. bad. She's no, no, she, went, fucking she went crazy. She's not crazy. She's just like an ultra diva, but she doesn't realize that like, <coughs> no one really cares about her anymore. She was, the, Houston, she was in the Zohan or whatever. If Whitney that, Houston was still care. alive, she would still be relevant. Okay. Mariah Carey's no longer relevant. Whitney Houston is still more relevant than Mariah Carey. Right. I'm not disagreeing with you. Whitney Houston would have never slept with Nick Cannon. Yeah, she would. <laughs> For drugs. When she was on, she was on crack. <laughs> oh, Bobby, so no, that's not the no, real Whitney. No. Nah. Bobby Brown greater than Nick Cannon. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely has more talent. Yeah. I don't even know what Nick Cannon is famous for. Wasn't he like a host on a TV show? He was or on. Something? He started off on Nickelodeon, and he was he in Drumline? It. He was in Drumline after that, which is, and then he did a couple, a couple other movies. Remember that one movie, Can't Buy Me Love? No. It's like an old 80s movie, like a uh, teenage like, rom-com. He did kind of like a... Is it a John Cusack one? Yeah. And it oh, was, uh, yes, then. It's, all, it's basically She's All That is like Can't Buy Me Love, mm-hmm. where it's yeah. like, I think it's, uh, which one? McDreamy? I think it ends in a ski yeah. race or something. Yeah, but it's like, it's, 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 uh, it's, uh, what's his name? That's it's, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. it's the dude they call McDreamy, and he's like this, like, nerd, and then, like, this girl pays for him to become, like, you know, this, like, really good-looking guy, and then she falls in love with him, but he's like, it's, it's She's All That, and then he does She's All That, where, like, he's the nerd, and this girl makes him, like, 
Yeah. But they're basically all the same fucking movie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Nick Cannon sucks as compared to Bobby Brown. So, so is that your scumbag? No. Oh. Fuck Nick Cannon, but no, he's not my scumbag, goddammit. He's just Nick Cannon. He's got enough issues. Um, we already went over that, so that wasn't... Uh... Oh, The Little Mermaid. Okay. Ariel? Ariel. It's an absolute scumbag. Why? Here's my here's my reasoning, right? And it's it's not it's not for any crazy reason except for like this has to be the most selfish bitch on the face of the planet. Like your dad could do anything and like you're living the best life you can and all you want to do is leave. And it's classic teenage trope. No stupid. But and she puts everybody else in danger. She just wanted legs, dude. Everybody else in danger just so she could get some legs. Who did she put into danger? Everybody tried it. Tried and, and he ended up like almost dying. Jay but he didn't have to do that. He chose to do that. He had, he's our she, dad. She apparently has like fifteen sisters. Right. But he tried could have. And he didn't notice she was gone for weeks. That she's up there kicking it with Prince Eric. <laughs> right. But. At the same time, like I think Trident's the scumbag. No, he's a he's got a lot of stuff to do. He's you know he's hoping that he's raised these girls. He's, he's got like, a he's fish kingdom. Yeah, to do all that shit. Yeah, but he's like he's, uh, he's Aquaman. Guy. He's got to look out after the entire ocean. So he thinks that like he's raised these girls as what I can only guess is a single dad. To because uh, <laughs> like you don't see a mom. All you see is that one penis in the background. I don't think that's doing anything. <laughs> but, and you know, it's so like the priest had a penis too. Yeah. So fifth, so fourteen out of fifteen of the daughters had common fucking sense, and then this one goes off and does all this other shit and puts the entire ocean and even Prince Eric in danger. Yeah, but Prince Eric puts himself in danger. For one, all right, he's like got a real big kink for audio, like. All he fucking cares about is her voice. But he never hears her voice. No, I'm talking about, like, he hears her voice when she saves him. Right. Then she's mute. So then he falls in love with Ursula, who's mimicking his voice. So, apparently, I don't know what the technical sexual term for that is, but he's in, like, he's turned on by voices. Okay. Should have heard Whitney Houston. I know. This right. never would have happened because she had be doing crack. <laughs> <laughs> no, because she would have met him and not Bobby Brown with a fenbuzzle thing. Right. Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> if she met if she met Prince Eric, she would have married him, and then we'd all call her a sellout for marrying a white prince. But that's completely different. I'd rather be alive and be a sellout than be dead and doing from doing crack. I, I can get on board with that though, because I don't I don't think Ursula was that bad. No, Ursula just knew like. But what was, her, was her what gimmick. was her whole? She wanted to be ruler of the ocean. Who wouldn't? Right. Plus, she had a cave of souls that had been surrendered to and, her. And everybody, everybody knows the deal. They get right. the song. They get poor, unfortunate souls before they sign the dotted line. Oh yeah. I hope she thinks that everything about it. No, she was open about it. She even did a little animation of what happens. Yeah, but right. she took Ariel's voice and then tried to seduce Eric when she knew damn well that Eric or Ariel only had so many days. Well, her whole she was more honest than the soul. Marine Corps recruiters that were she with was, us. Yeah, she, <laughs> was just, she was just testing She was just testing a man out for her girl. Right. Oh, and add into the fact that, right. don't forget, that uh, what's, the, what's the fucking seagull's name? Is it like Sully or whatever? Yeah. Sully and uh, the lobster. Sebastian. Sebastian. They almost get killed by that chef. Fish. 
like several times. No, Sebastian's the crab. Yeah, Sebastian the crab. Yeah, I'm on with yeah. the, the clearly yeah. Jamaican accent. And but uh, Sebastian the crab and that damn pelican or whatever almost get killed by the chef several times because they have to constantly the watch this girl. She put everyone in danger. I mean, they didn't have to watch her. They could. They did because they didn't want. It. Because if they wouldn't have, then guess what? If she didn't make it back, King Poseidon was probably going to kill them. So I, they had no other choice but to put their lives on the line wait, and wait, watch wait. some fucking let's girl remember, who has everything she, to li- she has everything that she could ever want besides she has a fucking cave full of forks. No, no. Would Ariel <laughs> have even been there had Trident not destroyed her cave full of forks and the statue? Well, she was because all, she was happy with just her little cave. He had told he her, shows up and goes all fucking rage, you know, right on it, destroys everything. She forced. He, he said forced. to stay your ass in the fucking water. If she would have listened, none of shit would happen. You can't get in trouble if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And then she threw a fucking fit. She put a he put the entire ocean and a fucking kingdom. And almost in the clutches of Ursula because she needed but some fucking feet. According to Jesse, Ursula wasn't a bad person. Maybe no, she would have done a better job than fucking like, Trident, who's obviously maybe. can't even manage his children. Maybe. Maybe. She was more like a revolutionary. No. She's the Thomas Jefferson of the. So she Did she own slaves and sleep with them? She's I mean, no Thomas Jefferson. She'll never be Thomas Jefferson. She she did have the eels. She did. No, I thought Ursula had eels. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ursula had flotsam and jetsam. So she was sleeping with oh, the yeah. eels. I'm not. I don't know. Allegedly. Allegedly. Her lower half was <laughs> an octopus. It's not that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, so the whole basis is that she see she's singing. She sees Prince Eric in a boat, right? And now she wants to go see him on land. Maybe she could have just waited till he came back. If you were so dead set on it and you want to be such a revolutionary and you want to do what you want to do, mermaid power. She saved Prince the, Eric after he went right, overboard. Right. So, at the end of the day, when he comes back, because eventually he's going to get back on the ship, go to the top. Sing. He sees you. It's you. Hi. Now you've exposed everybody, but you don't care because you're down to put everybody in fucking danger anyway. Hmm. There you go. I don't want to say scumbag, like, yeah. She's a fucking scumbag. Like, I don't care what her wants and needs were. She put everybody in danger. She endangered the whole fucking squad. The ocean. Right. She endangered the ocean. She's the reason that the ocean is the way it is now. That's Not right. Pretty true. That's climate right. change. And because after, 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 after Prince Eric got what he wanted out of the ocean, he fucked the ocean up. I'm pretty sure that's it. Atlantis's passive bullshit nature is why it is the way it is, right? According to Aquaman. Aquaman. So, all right. So my my next pick is one that we've discussed recently, but I'm going to elaborate, uh, expound on my original uh, arguments. It's J.J. Abrams. (laughs) 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 Fuck that dude. I looked at his like. Like resume of what he's directed, I don't think he's directed a good movie. He, all right. So there's the Star Wars sequels, which fuck him for every fucking ounce of Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker. But still good movies. No, they're not Com- good movies compared to movies. They're good. They're, no, they're not. They have good special effects. Yeah, they're pretty. Mm. If they're, they're not good they're movies, they're they're they don't have a good script. They don't have 
They're good, good actors. They're like every other Star Wars movie. Shut up. <laughs> wow. I know so, that's where it was going. They're better looking than any Star Wars, other Star Wars movie. I, I said they have good special effects. So. Pretty. Pretty. Fucking lens flares in goddamn Star Trek. And then he's got he's to gotta just fuck the entire Star Trek continuity up. Star Trek, one of the things that was great about Star Trek going all the way back to the original series is that there was continuity throughout all of these series and movies and everything. And he just dicks it all up. Not to say that those later next-gen movies were fucking cinematic wonders. And nothing against, you know, Zachary Quinto or Chris Pines. They did a fine job as Spock and Kirk. But why couldn't it be an original? Why does he need to remake everything badly? The best one of the new Star Trek movies is the one he wasn't fucking involved in. He did what? Lost? Wasn't that a nothing burger at the end? Fucking Alias. The best thing that gave us was Jessica Alba. No, that was uh, Jennifer Garner. No, it was Jennifer Garner. Whatever. But (laughs) all I'm saying, J.J. Abrams is is a self-righteous, overinflated, fucking horrible director that has nothing but wants to remake other people's content and do it poorly. So you're saying he needs an original story. I have one for you. Calm down. Hold your horses. Ready? Do an entire movie about that time that Jesse went on patrol with Phil. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just went on patrol. Begged him to go on patrol. Right. It's a completely original story. <laughs> because you can write it any way you want. But yeah. He did, so, he did some of the Mission Impossible movies. That That's not a good thing. He's just producing, you know. That's, that's not in his uh, favor. I mean, I mean they're fine. Yeah, Mission Impossible. He did Super Eight. That was all right. Forever Young with Mel Gibson. Ooh. He did Forever Young. That's really? what it said. Yeah. Really? He also co-wrote Gone Fishing with Joe Pesci and Danny Glover. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I can make him a scumbag. No, he's he's a oh. scumbag. Did you see The Rise of Skywalker? Did you see Gone Fishing? No. Okay then. I don't like. I mean, no, I saw The Rise of. The, the entire issue is no one says it Bombay. I'm surprised you don't like Adam Driver more. Adam Driver's a fine actor. He was handed a shit script. <laughs> you mean that from that new movie that he just did that nobody wants to watch? Or from that? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, he was good in a, a fucking... He was in a movie with Daniel I thought he'd have like some big like 0341 love or some shit like that. I knew he was a Marine. Was he in 03? I knew he got discharged for his back. I think he broke his, like, solar plexus or something. He, he got medically yeah. discharged. In a biking accident or something. Not the solar plexus. Solar plexus. This is, like, 1985 WWF. Isn't a solar plexus a move? No, it's no, in your chest. You get it. No. It's a party, right? No, no, but no. isn't it, like, a wrestling move, too? No, if you're a good it's wrestler. A su- no, it's a suplex. suplex. Yes, if you actually pronounce suple. <laughs> if you're a good wrestler, though, you want to punch somebody right in the solar plexus. Like, that does a lot of damage. You don't know how to do CPR. So, wait. So, <laughs> if he did... Uh, uh, Where uh, that's the sternum. <laughs> underneath the sternum. But, so, all right. I'll expound on this. He did Alias, which gave us Jennifer Gardner, which then, in turn, gave us Elektra and Daredevil, which then gave us the Elektra movie... And that's all J.J. Abrams' fault. He did Felicity? 
fucking J.J. Abrams is a monster. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever watched Felicity? No. I watched the pilot, and I already knew this was about a girl who stalked a dude and went to the same college as him to try to force him to fall in love with her, so I stopped watching it. Also, I think around that time, it was coming on around the same time as Buffy. So, you know, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, to pick and Buffy? choose. Yeah, in between Buffy, I'm like, I guess I'll just stay on the channel because I don't want to, you know, miss out on anything. But, yeah, he's a monster. Yeah. yeah. He gave us Carrie Russell. Fuck J.J. Abrams. <laughs> he cast her wives as Skywalker. All right. Just, just, God damn it. It's a pretty movie. So. <laughs> it can be as pretty as you want. Pretty goddamn bad. Um. So, I don't know. I was, I was, I was thinking about um when I was a kid one time. <laughs> I was was this the running with Kevin Spacey that you had? <laughs> no, no, I was an adult when that happened. Mm. That's Allegedly, I, that's why I can't. Uh, statute of limitations. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. No, but I remember when uh. Jack Nicholson, who I like, liked as an actor when I was a kid, like went all crazy one time and like beat up a bunch of hookers. I guess that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> no, I mean, he like ruptured a hooker's breast implant or something. He was going all fucking crazy, and then everybody forgets that. You you know Roman Polanski's a dirtbag, right? Well, yeah. Yes. Yes. It's common knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. So why is Roman Polanski a dirtbag? <clears throat> Didn't he, like, he, had, he mm-hmm. raped a girl, didn't he? He raped a 13-year-old girl. Right. Yeah. So I think anally raped a 13-year-old. Do you know where that happened? Jack Nicholson's house. Jack Nicholson's hot tub. So Jack Nicholson, I think, has been able to... So avoid. wait, am I responsible for all the fucked up shit Al did to women in my house? If it was children, yes. Okay. They were not children. <laughs> <laughs> But then no. What if what if what if Jack Nicholson actually had no idea? Yeah, why would why why is Jack Nicholson letting this dude bring a thirteen year old to his house? Jack Nicholson's been crazy. I think yeah, I think it's What if he was doing blow with Bobby Brown when this happened? Bobby Brown was probably too young though. Yeah, I think still You're never too young. (laughs) You're never too young to smoke crack, my friend. Crack forever. I just uh It, it made an impression on me seeing Jack Nicholson's mugshot on the news and hearing this story about him rupturing a hooker's breast implant. I don't know. So it's, it's dirtbaggery that may have made me who I am today. So Jack Nicholson is a scumbag for those two events. Well, it makes me it makes me wonder what I don't know about. And I love Jack Nicholson. Like, there's, there's. I know that he thought his mom was his sister for most of his life. That's sad. Yeah. But. No excuse. Though. Yeah, it doesn't give you carte blanche to bust silicone. <laughs> if it wasn't for, if I'm, it wasn't more, I'm more hung up on the 13 year old thing with Roman Polanski <laughs> happening at his house. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson doing that to that hooker. You wouldn't be able to do it in GTA. That's what he did. He's a fucking legend. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if I can find the... He changed video games forever. You can always get your $200 back now. What do you mean? When you have sex with the hooker in GTA, she takes like 200 bucks. 
and it's a known fact that when you're done, you get out and then you cap that bitch in the head and she drops the money and you get your 200 bucks back and you go pick up another hooker. <laughs> I mean, it's basic economics with hookers. And those hookers actually look good too, like Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts level hookers. So GTA also giving you uh, horribly high expectations for hookers. What about call girls? Like, don't call girls look better than hookers? No, no, no. They're call girls when you buy them. They're hookers when you put them in your trunk. <laughs> it's totally different. <laughs> what was the meme you said? I, th- I, th- I think the difference not is... Not paying for your hooker shoplifting. <laughs> yeah. Call girls, you, you, you arrange for them to come to you, whereas a hooker, you have to like go out and find them in the shady part of town. I was gonna say, don't they like? Cause I, I thought like high end call girls were like, you know, good looking girls, and you just kind of. I mean, at some point, if you're willing to pay enough money, you can find quality anything. But Julia Roberts was on the Hollywood Strip. She wasn't fucking some high end escort, and she was with that uh, that that like short girl. Yeah, Kit. She was a Kit. But she's good looking too. Right. They put Kit in rehab. Just a Good bunch of, just a bunch of, you know, okay, expectations. So I'm reading Jack Nicholson wasn't there when Roman Polanski brought a 13-year-old. Yeah, so Roman Polanski oh, broke into Jack Nicholson's house oh and raped a 13-year-old. Allegedly. <laughs> broke into his house. <laughs> but in 1996, he did beat the shit out of two hookers. So. Oh, 96? This was after Batman. <laughs> All right, but wait, wait, wait. I got to ask a tough question. Did the hookers have it coming? Ooh. I mean, because you can have a decent business transaction, and they can try to shiv you, right? And then you're left with no oper- uh, you know, no choice but to beat the shit out of them. That's true. I don't agree with hitting women until you know weapons are involved, or like Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Nah, uh-uh. in that case, Ronda Rousey hits you. <laughs> well, yeah, you can defend yourself. No, you can't. You just let you Ronda want Rousey you want to defend you yourself. But next thing you know, you're in a fucking arm bar begging for your life. Well, Ronda Rousey breaks your arm. That's how it goes. Hope she likes getting bit. <laughs> I'm so, sure she likes it perfectly fine. You're next. You're I'm next, next again? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go with uh, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss for absolutely ruining Game of Thrones for me. <laughs> uh, is it is it all the last season? There, well, no, it was it was good up until I'd say season five, probably, and then they they just cashed out. HBO was trying to get them to go ten seasons. Oh, right. and the, the producers season five was when they went off the rails and kind of like made their own story. That well, because the the stories George R. R. Martin's source material hasn't gone past that point, right? So they had to go and make the so story. he's kind of culpable too. No, I wouldn't put it on him because you didn't have to. Well, they could have done. They could have collaborated with him more, but they said no. We're gonna finish this up. Hurry it up. Uh, So it's like they do fast travel, like they do in Skyrim. It's terrible. Uh, The story just there's no. I totally forgot you were playing Skyrim. There's no character building to what happens in the show. They left the show because they were going to get a big opportunity to work on some shitty fucking Star Wars movie that they didn't even get, uh, they got fired from. So they ruined quite possibly one of the best franchise starts I've ever seen. Like, it, it was incredible on uh, where you had like the first four seasons, how amazing those were. 
to the back half of what happened. Uh, not nearly as egregious as Dexter, but damn close. I mean, but okay. So let's let's not lie. Final season of of that show is an absolute shit show. Like I uh, did like I did like the destroying of King's Landing with the dragon. I thought yeah. it was great, but there was no build up to that. She right. just snapped out of nowhere. Yeah, why did people have a problem with that? Because there was like there was nothing leading up to that. Up to that, you thought Daenerys was just gonna like take over and be like the world's nicest person, and then all of a sudden it was like no. Nope. Now I'm crazy. Do you watch the uh, pitch beating on season six of Game of Thrones? No, because I stopped watching Game of Thrones when they were trying to marry off Tyrion to the the teenager. Yeah. uh, I was like, I just can't, I can't watch this. Well, technically he was trying to do the right thing and save her because, you know, Joffrey's a fucking dick. No, I get it. They ruined, they ruined something that had epic potential. Like they could have gone... They didn't even have to go more seasons, but more episodes for sure. Like I, I think the last season had six episodes. Like it was just uncalled for. They they ruined a franchise to go do something that they didn't even get to do. I, I hope they get AIDS. What's, I don't your, care. I hope they get What's AIDS. your problem with Dexter? Uh, Dexter wasn't good in after season five either. Everything I'm after that was season five. The one with Lumen where. Uh, she was kidnapped and they were killing people and putting them in barrels. The girl from 10 Things I Hate About Yes. Yeah. yeah. Everything after that, especially the very next season where I was super pumped because uh, Molly uh, Molly Parker was going to be in it. Uh, Tom Hanks' kid. Uh, Edward James almost was in it. I think we know what happened. Someone was bringing <laughs> children on set. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> James they, had, they had an incredible cast set up ready and it was all for not, and then everything after that. I mean, Dexter was a. It was a, no, a new huge. I I I heard. <laughs> Are you gonna watch it? I don't think I am. Jacqueline says that it kind of starts. Meh. Like they just really did. They they didn't get. You know, hit the ground running with it. I don't know. I didn't watch it. So. Well, the um, first season of Dexter is like a, a near perfect story. I loved like, it. Like you, you can just do... But here's the problem. The fourth season was incredible with Trinity Killer. Here's the problem with shows is they overstay their welcome. It's okay to have a great show that's a couple seasons and then stop. Yeah, Ricky Gervais proved that with extras. You just... If you beat it to death, you can destroy something beautiful. Period. Yeah, thank God we had Alf. The greatest show <laughs> of the time. Well, they, they stopped breaking bad... At a, at a specific point, I think it was. Like, it was. It was like six seasons. It's super dated, but when you go back and you watch Babylon Five, from season one on, they had a plan. There are things that they establish in season one that pay off in season five and the TV movies. It's, and he was very specific about it that he had a plan and it was only going to be five seasons. But it's hard to watch because of the, the dated special effects. You know, you know, you know what probably is the catalyst for things just like going beyond what they were written. Like they have a plan and then they just keep going for money. What well, money? J.J. Huh? Abrams lost. Yeah, fucking J.J. Yeah. Abrams. He also did Cloverfield, though. I don't care. Huh? Did he? Yeah, he did Cloverfield. And he did. Uh... Did he do Cloverfield or Cloverfield the paradox? He one? did both. So I mean, it kind of. 
it like it evens each other it evens each other out. But does it? <laughs> he did ten Cloverfield Lane, which was really good. I agree okay. with that. That was a good one. Wow. I didn't think the first Cloverfield was very good. I didn't think the payoff was that great. I think after Blair Witch, you should never have done another. Shake, no, no shaky cam. No, I disagree. Have you watched VHS? No. You need to see it. It's a bunch of shorts. It's great. There's a couple in there that aren't as good. Well, that that that's that's fine, but that's clearly a different format in general. But doing a whole film from the perspective, like story starts shaky cam with, with a with a camcorder. And having nobody actors do it, so you can act like it's a real thing all the way up until the release of the movie. Yeah, it was pretty brilliant but marketing. Going back to Game of Thrones, and I'm about to spoil the shit out of Game of Thrones, so if you haven't seen it, like get HBO Max. I don't know what, what you're going to do. But the be- the worst parts of that last season were A, where they finally fight the White Walkers and you can't see shit. I disagree. I thought that was the best episode. Right. It's the best episode, but I wanted to see more. Like, I wanted to be able to see what was going on. Like, there were parts of it where, it was, like, it was just, like, the the beginning where they kind of, like, where you see, like, the riders ride off into the dark. That's kind of cool. But, like, once they actually like, start attacking. Every movie from the 1980s is too dark, and you can't tell what's going on. It was, it was pretty, it was, I liked, I, li- I liked how they did that, personally. Like the rest of it, I, I just want the only thing I wanted to do was see more. I like the episode. I like how it ended. I I'd like, like for them to explain how all the Dothraki died in that battle, and then when they take King's Landing, they're all cheering behind her. Like, did you only send half of them? That's not what we saw. <laughs> well, we already said that, that that none of that makes sense. They were just like, let's just write this. Like, we're perfectly fine. People will love it. And then they find out that they didn't. And yeah. then of course, like the actual like end end with like Jon Snow ending up like. Back on the fucking wall, and I'm like, you did. I'm fine that. with that. Nah. I'm terrible. Bran is the, the king. Terrible. You hate disabled people. That's all. That is. I mean, that's fair. Who's <laughs> probably? I mean, fake. like, I got it. Like, probably I probably fake. <laughs> like the the entire thing is actually an insult to Bran at the end, anyway, because they're like the only reason that you're king is because you're disabled and you can't fucking have kids. You're basically neutered, so that like. You can't have like any type of image. Yeah, that was that. Was, those guys should suffer for that. <laughs> what they yeah, did to that really franchise. Crazy. But I think it started. Hold not hold being hold great. Hold like I started getting bored with Game of Thrones before the sixth season. I think it may have been fifth. I may have overshot. Um, but like with uh, Arya doing that faces cult. The faces man, yeah. Maybe it's better in the book. I don't know, but that was kind of. Arya is a goddamn Batman. I like I like the the Hound's little story arc, though. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Listen, nothing will be watching the freaking mountain crush a man's head. The Mandalorian's head. Yeah. Did he crush the Mandalorian's head? Like, talk about snatching victory from the jaws of defeat. No, that wasn't... Oh, you're talking about the mountain, not the hound. Yeah, that's what he said. No, I, I thought you were talking about the hound. I had said the hound story arc. But he crazy. said nothing. He said the mountain crushing a man's head. Ah, yeah. ah okay. Just so I don't think the mountain it's really your, had a story arc. You're next. Fine. Um, I'm, I'm not fucking look at this. Um, my next one is uh, one of my favorite movie characters of all time, but then like looking back as I got older, um, Robocop. <laughs> Wait, 
He doesn't have a whole lot of a. Uh, Robocop will. is a dead guy who they bought back who spends at least a third of that movie as a, as a robot stalking his ex wife who constantly has to see her dead husband's face in the cyber suit to the point where she has to call fucking uh, but the, OCP and tell them, hey, like, keep this fucking robot away from my house. Like, he's a stalker. Does he help the city? Sure. Did he kill Red Foreman? Absolutely. That even makes him more of a douchebag. What did Red Foreman ever do to anybody? Um, I mean, killed him. Red Foreman. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots a rapist dick off. And That's pretty does. cool. Yeah. Like, I let it go down, but at the same time, he sp- like he literally probably mentally traumatized mm-hmm. the fuck out of that woman. I mean, I'd say there's some dereliction to duty where he's spending a lot of time like trying to research his, his past mm-hmm. where he should be protecting the people of the city. But I don't think that, as far as the stalking goes, I don't think that he fully understands what's going on. That doesn't make it any. You've difference. argued every one of Delorean's right picks. You want to like you're trying to get you know what? I'm sorry, they're not. No, they're cut. Freaking uh, scumbags. Oh hey, guess what? I just chose Bill because he's a fucking enabler. Fuck you are. You're just gonna be way better fucking out. <laughs> it's okay. Well, if you had it your way, fucking Detroit would be you know. Patrolled by Ed 9000 or whatever the Ed fuck. Ed 209 was. Was, was a perfectly fine robot, okay? He had some difficulties, but he was trying to get past them. <laughs> he, <was trying> <laughs> he had glitches, like the Osprey when they released that. All right. That still has glitches. <laughs> you know, but he, like, I mean, he wasn't super advanced, but, you know, he was, he was trying his best. You know, but at the end of the day, it wasn't his fault that the programmer didn't program I, him correctly, I, so he so shot the guy with the gun anyway. As far as RoboCop, though, what has he really done other than one traumatize one person? He saved the city. He did, but then, like, in the is, second is one... Is one person's trauma not worth the city being saved? We don't well, trade you got to remember so. that by, by, the, by the third movie, like, Detroit was a, a horrible city in the first one, by the third movie, it's an actual fucking war zone. It's actual Detroit in real life. Right. Detroit. So, real Detroit. I think <laughs> the real scumbag here is the mayor of Detroit. They never show the mayor, and it's Ro- it's RoboCop's fault. Um, if this would have never happened in the time of Ed 209, he would have killed everyone. Like, so, yes, it may we- have been a dictatorship, and there may have been a lot of fear on the streets, but there would be no crime, because Ed 209 will kill you. He does not care. Can we at least agree that the remake is worse? Oh, the people who made who remade it are definite scumbags. Yeah. The guy I didn't who even was, know there was a RoboCop remake. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. the guy who plays Rick Flag. He spends most of the time RoboCop. with his mask off. So like, you, you remember the, the the original RoboCop? You don't see Peter Weller's face a whole ton. Like, like you see it one time. When, when was when was this made? Uh, it was at least a decade ago. Yeah, I think it was like 2009. Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, is Rick the guy Flag. who plays. He was in the first season of uh, Not True Detective. What was Alter it? Carbon? The, the, no, he yeah, was on Alter Carbon. He was also in the first season of uh, The Killing. Right. Okay. I just call him Rick Flag because he's. He Rick is Flag. That's an easy. That's an easy one. Yeah. Well, I mean that. That's one I feel like you like most likely would just you know see. Yeah. It. It's like that's where I would know him from. Other than that, before that, he was just like, oh, I've seen that dude. And He's the guy in both Suicide Squad movies. Yes. Yeah. yes. And for no reason. <laughs> the only one. In the, new, in, in, the, in the new RoboCop, he has one hand that's just normal. 
For no reason. Just one hand that's a human hand. Listen, it, okay, so... I didn't yeah. see the Total Recall remake either. That's You're right. not missing anything. Although it is closer-ish to the oh, book boy. than the movie, the original movie was. But I don't think that the, the original book, I don't think, would make a good movie. It's a great story. It's a great concept. But I don't think it will translate to a film. Because it's a, it's a short story. It's not a... Right. A full-on book. But, I'm just saying, like, he there mentally... There have been some good movies that were short stories. He mentally traumatized that woman. The original freaking Total Recall is a good movie. Yeah, I like it's it. Not a I, short like, story. I like the original. But I'm a Schwarzenegger. I'm an 80s, 90s Schwarzenegger fan. Yeah, sure. but he... Like, fine. New RoboCop, just all the way bad. Overall cop, he's definitely mentally traumatizing that lady by like showing up with her dead husband's face all the time. Um, but I mean, I really, that's his face. What is I mean, he gonna do? But he <laughs> not like, stalk his ex-wife. Yeah, not stalk he's his a, ex-wife. He's a I mean, you could throw Spawn in, in that category as well, then. But that's that's a little bit different. He wasn't like a cyborg. Like he really wanted to like go back and like see his wife. It wasn't his fault that he. Why couldn't the cyborg? Want yeah, you, to see you his feel wife. like RoboCop had no right to talk to his wife. He like, was, like I feel like, like robots he, are beneath people. And so, have, so is a scumbag because he thinks that robots aren't people. Okay, no. so cyborgs aren't people. Don't try to put this on me, enabler. <laughs> don't try to don't try to put this shit on me. You're over here willing to risk it all to get fucking legs. He's, what he's, would you he's, he's all, he hates disabled. You're an ableist. I don't. I love the disabled. <laughs> they just aren't allowed they're, to have meaningful. You he's know, not. He's not disabled. Spouses. Technically, he's dead. There's a so he's a thing. zombie. He's a robot zombie. Right. And okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm convinced. <laughs> I'm convinced. <laughs> I mean, if anything, I've now convinced myself that much like um, we find out that Johnny Lawrence is actually the hero of the Karate Kid, that. And and the, are you talking about in this new show? No, like I'm talking about like he is the hero of the karate kid. He sweeped the leg. That's not a hero move. He didn't sweep the leg. The other yeah, guy sweeped the leg. But face kicks weren't allowed either. Yeah. Um, and the crane kick's a face kick. But so nonetheless, Ed 209 might be the hero. He never stalked anybody. He was just trying to do a job and he was programmed wrong. Right? Robocop. He I was mean, just following orders? Yeah, he was so just... So we're, we're, like, we're back to that? Yeah, he was, he, was, he was. He did what he was supposed to do. We're back to the Nazis. Right. <laughs> he could have been a Nazi. <laughs> was that 209 created before 1945? <laughs> <laughs> Nazi. <laughs> so so my pick for a scumbag, and this one goes go. out to you, Al. Oh, is it Al? No, it's, it's, um, <laughs> it's Captain Amada. Okay. Or Adama. Sorry, Adama? Adama? I was yeah. going to say, I don't know who it was. Amada. Wait, she's Amada Star Wars, right? No, no. No, no. Captain, Captain Adama is the uh, the titular person in charge in, in Battlestar okay. Galactica. Okay. I got to call foul. I don't know how you're going to... You didn't finish Battlestar. How could you... How, how could you... You didn't <laughs> finish his arc. He knowingly lies to everyone saying he knows where Earth is and does not fucking know. He gives them false hope. And then he lets yeah, them... like a good cap, the Admiral Wood. He lets them settle. Yeah, I, yeah. He lets them settle on that new Caprica and basically get fucking occupied by the Cylons. He can't fucking nut up and figure out who's a Cylon in his fucking ranks. It, yeah. I mean, they figure it out. Eventually. How would you know? He didn't finish it. Wow. 
I call foul on this too. Why? Because you tried to say I hate disabled people, you enabling bastard who didn't even finish the show, but yet you want to assume anything about this captain. Admiral. All I need to know. You hate people with rank. No. Yeah, rank <laughs> So, captain. Or doesn't he become president at one point? He's, no, he's an admiral. He's a captain in the, the, the first season. No, he's Admiral Adama. Captain you hate Adama. the Navy. No, 100%. He is he he is the admiral of the Battlestar. You'd know if you finished the show. You'd know if you started the show. I did start the show. Is he in charge of the Battlestar? He's he is the main person in command in the Battlestar. Battlestar? I've only seen it three times. The Battlestar is a ship. He is an admiral. I've started the series is several as, times. Is it as big as an aircraft carrier? Because an aircraft carrier typically has an admiral, right? It's probably much much bigger, right? How many people are on it? I don't know. About as many as I've met. I don't know. <laughs> so, I mean, bottom line is, Bill hates the Navy. Bill hates admirals. He hates people with rank. Commander, in the first episode, it says here. The guy's bringing him down. Just cut a man down. Who's just only the commander? Piece of shit. Maybe commander's the same as admiral. I don't remember. Oh. Either way, he knowingly lies to people and gives them false hope. Yeah, that's what all high-ranking military people do. And recruiters. What do you think everyone you that was in charge of us told us the truth? Never. What do you think supervision does? Like, you go in there and you have to talk to somebody who you know is a shitty worker, and you're like, yeah, man, you can change this, and they walk out the door, and you're like, that dude is probably going to get fucking fired. False hope, man. They're false the hope. last of their kind. Yeah, they need all the hope they can get. To keep chugging along. Plus, he abandons a bunch of people on Caprica. I mean, that's... Sometimes to make an omelet, you have to break eggs. He took an oath to protect the civilians of the 12 colonies, and he... He protected as many as he could. I'm saying he's a scumbag. I'm saying you never finished the show. I did not finish the show. (laughs) (laughs) This this scumbag... Well, I mean, Lee Adama is definitely a scumbag. So Starbuck. I mean, I'll let you go, but this is definitely reckless speculation. No. Yeah. Yes, that is... Yes. <laughs> no. All right, so Leah Donnelly, he's mad at his dad for whatever reason. I know his fucking brother died or whatever. So then they they get there. He becomes a fucking pawn of the, the other admiral. Then he gets married, but then he's banging Starbuck on the side. Regular military life, man. Right. Yeah. Can't be out here judging his life choices. Starbucks a drunk. Although Katie Sack. <laughs> Regular military life, man. I, you never finished the show. I did not finish. <laughs> Does it end? It well, everything that happens will happen again, so I mean it's cyclic. I'm not gonna watch it now. It's awesome. It's not. Rated number one. True. I, I I think we should. I, I don't have a dirtbag pick anymore. Like I'm tapped out. Jack Nicholson was even a stretch for me because you don't think anyone else is a scumbag. No, I think plenty of people are scumbags. I just don't I got one, but I have to discuss yeah. it because there is there are two forms of this that could possibly be like leading to scumbaggery. Okay, mm. I know I've gone into movies quite a bit. Up and coming scumbags. No, this guy is a scumbag, and like in the in the actual like book 
from what I know, he's a scumbag. And that is Mowgli from the Jungle Book. Hmm. Because from what I remember in the book is that the only thing Shere Khan wants is to kill Mowgli. And the reason that he starts killing any other human beings is because he can't get to Mowgli. Okay. I'm listening. And Mowgli keeps, like, basically, like, you know, running away, which keeps causing the murder of people. So, I mean, but self-preservation makes you a scumbag? Well, I mean... Why does Shere Khan want to kill him? Is it a justifiable reason? I am sure. Shere Khan appears to have a justifiable reason. He seems like a very well-spoken tiger. Notice Bill challenged your pick yet again right away. He's like, oh, it's okay. It's okay to run away as long as, like, a million people die. Well, no. All right, so who is he killing, and are they capable of defending themselves? Are they adults? Well, yeah, but it's... So should an adult not try to put themselves in front of a child? So are you I mean, saying that wasn't your argument for the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, oh, boy. Let's look at this. Oh, the, the, I don't know if Molly had license to carry that spear. Right. You know? No, 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 right, so if you're, if you're sitting out in a field and a tiger charges a child, should you not as an adult try to save the child? Fuck no. <laughs> Have you seen a like tiger... It, it's ferocious. It sounds no, you, good. You can, it really does. Not not sure, Khan, but a regular but, tiger, you get scared yeah. away. But, I mean, like, you're not going to try that. No, no, I can't. Like, no, come people, on, a Joe Exotic can do it. Oh God. Yeah. Those people can't defend themselves from sheer. Did you ever watch Tailspin? That dude is a business. <laughs> like he's a business owner. He's Tailspin super smart. Very very intimidating. Uh, <laughs> Shere Khan is a like he's. Now he's, I want to watch Tailspin. <laughs> I forgot job. he was in that. Man, I mean, you don't have a kid cloud kicker sitting around who can help you like get away or believe. Are they? Are a... they the same characters? Bear. It's the same. Bear. It's, they're Blue. both Baloo. Blue. Yeah, both Baloo, and they're both Shere Khan. Although apparently the type of bear that Baloo is supposed to be uh, based on are crazy. Like they'll straight up. The sunface. Sunface bear. Something like this. Sloth. Sloth face bear. I think it's called. They have these like crazy claws and shit. <laughs> he says sloth face, and all I can think of is a bear with the face of sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got that face because he tried to fight Shokan. Can anybody watch the Jungle Book remake? The live act, live action. They call it live action when it's just CGI. Bro. I saw part of it with uh, Bill Murray as Baloo. Yeah. Yeah. Really? No, there was a there's a different Blue. one. Like Baloo's kind of a dick in that. Christopher Walken is the. But no, there's another orangutan. There's He's, another live action one where it's actually like super violent, and I think that was based on like the actual story. Well, Disney, let's be honest, Disney's kind of a scumbag themselves. All they do is make money off of uh, you know uh, IP that's it's public domain, but then they'll uh, lobby Congress to change the copyright laws so that Mickey doesn't enter the public domain. All of their successful movies. But all their successful movies have been based on public domain properties. But then, oh no, we can't let our stuff fall into the public domain. Do you think Mickey Mouse should be public domain? Yes, the person that created it is dead. It has been almost 100 years. 
Did you just did you think Disney did, on our podcast? Well, he was—he hasn't been dead for a hundred years. What's those? What's that? Well, the guy that actually made Mickey Mouse. Oh, <laughs> but no, no, that's not how public domain works. It's after a certain amount of time, it becomes public domain. After after the creator's death, it's usually it's typically twenty-five years. Well, the estate can still receive money from it, but like Frankenstein, public domain property. Uh, Mozart, public domain Cthulhu, property. All the H. H. Lovecraft stuff. H.G. Wells. Oh, I'm sorry, H.P. H.H. <laughs> I'm thinking um, H.H. Geiger. <laughs> but no, a lot of things end up becoming public domain. And it's not that the book is public domain. Okay, so like Tolkien, they, the, the family owns the rights to the book. Mm-hmm. But you could make a story featuring those characters. You could make a retelling of that. And I, I don't know if Tolkien's entered public domain yet or not, because... I, I don't think the states can hold on to books that long. Like, like we need a lawyer on the podcast. I, I don't know. I know that Tolkien... The only lawyer I we mean, knew moved I just away. Think that, I just think Tolkien's books are hold <laughs> out. Yeah, true. Fucking Jag. I, I do know another lawyer. Well, let's see if I can get him on. I would figure that you have another lawyer just in case. Yeah, I always got backups. Take, like, yeah, take a turn. <laughs> he's got he's got them on retainer, but they do specialize in child labor laws. <laughs> oh, speaking of lawyers, I totally saw Tim Bisney at uh, at Mission Barbecue. Did he make him pay? No, they made him pay for his fucking team. <laughs> <laughs> he should have been like lies. <laughs> After which Isaiah went, they made him pay, and we all got a good laugh out of it. Nice. Well, I I think that. We've reached a, a logical place to conclude at least this episode that's taken us two months. Right. Um, <laughs> well, we're, we're moving into a different uh, genre. The coaching sessions is going to move on to bigger and better things away from this crew. Right? right. But the thing is, the bigger, better nerdimentary podcast is coming from this. Yes. I mean, this could technically, if need be, be like the first episode, the pilot. I thought it was, I thought it was nerdectomy. Um, no, that was, no, we were doing it. I think we're gonna do like a hysterectomy podcast, and it was like that. Where we perform hysterectomies on nerds, okay? Men, women, doesn't matter. Hysterectomy, just remove it's, his, it's a history based podcast called Hysterectomy. Um, but just for honorable mention, just gonna throw out um, Ike Turner, who I bring up every time. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's and uh, Bill Cosby, and then um, Beast for Beauty and the Beast. Like Turner's. Oh, yeah. From Beauty and the Beast is 100% the scumbag. I'm sorry, Stockholm Syndrome, the movie. (laughs) Ike Turner was inspiring. He was. Okay. He was was responsible for some great music and performances. Uh, Yeah, I take that back. I can put it in my mind that all he wanted was for Tina Turner to be her best. Yeah. Whether she wanted to, and it to just or not. made her an- him angry that she wasn't. And you know what? She ended up being her best, and that's why we have we don't need another hero. Supposedly, James Brown was super mean to his stepkids. What did they accomplish? Nothing. <laughs> not mean enough. <laughs> not mean enough. You, get, you need to get Ike Turner on speed dial. You have to psychologically abuse someone oh, so bad that they become successful. That's what I'm working on at home. James Brown. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So that is the end of this podcast. All right. Finally, after two months, uh, to anyone who's still listening, including my uh, my buddy in, in Germany, 
Um, sorry that we talked so much about Nazis. Right, I'm really sorry about my Nazi talk. And um, just, just have the best evening that you can, all of you fucking Nazis. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Nazis. Join Kwanzaa. <laughs>